0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hill Cities Podcast. I'm George Bacow, your co-host, and uh, I'm here with uh, Jeff Hagen, who is the president of Hill Cities and uh, producer of um, the podcast. Jeff, it's great to be here again with you. George, it's always good to be with you. So today, we wanted to get a little bit of an update. Just recently, Jeff uh organized uh, some of the groups here in the twin cities and uh, this was a great time i was able to join one of the meetings Uh, a great time of just reconnecting some good face time between the different groups jeff tell us a little bit more about what was the purpose of uh, bringing the men together and just uh, if you could give us a little bit of an update in the in a nutshell what uh, what was
1: the lord showing you and what was shared throughout this time thank you george yeah, there, our purpose was to, to bring groups together. So we brought three groups together in one location, and the following week, three groups together from the St. Paul area. And the purpose was to, to build community where they could get to know each other of other guys across the city that share their values, uh, a, a going deeper with our why as to why we meet in these groups, and then to discuss a larger picture of where we're going. So, um, some of the feedback? Yeah, I mean, the the feedback has been very positive. And, you know, what strikes me, George, is that I think that uh, God has designed a man's heart, in particular, to recognize truth, and that truth sometimes is stranger than fiction. And that, you know, the Bible is really a door into the world of the Spirit where our heart lives. And that the Bible tells us that we're part of a conflict between uh, good and evil, between light and darkness. And that there is a plan to rob every person of their God-given destiny. And that's why the mission... Of hill cities is serving men to go deeper with God and each other to fulfill their destiny. What did you feel
0: was the um, the primary theme, if you will? there is there a unifying theme uh, at those meetings?
1: Yeah, there is, and um, you know the the idea that destiny really has uh, shaped my thinking. Uh, The idea of how do you serve men to fulfill their destiny? Obviously, the key is going deeper with God. But the idea that God has a preferable future. He's meant us to be shaped and fit into a larger whole. You know, I kind of think of it almost like cutting a piece of, uh, there's a piece of pie that Is outside of a larger pie, and it needs to be shaped to fit into the larger whole. And you know that every successful person is part of a team, and that we have to learn how to fit into a team, and then the team has to learn how to fit into a larger community. You know, it struck me, I heard that Michelangelo actually uh, had 16 people working with him full time on the Sistine Chapel, and he had hundreds of volunteers. And that he was basically a leader of an entrepreneurial process. And it's just one little example that nobody accomplishes anything great on their own. And that I think in a culture that we live in that is so individualistic, it's really hard to understand how to do life well together.
0: Well, and... um... This goes back to one of the things that you mentioned and you touched on um, at the meeting that I was present, and uh, you asked me actually to chime in a little bit. I've taken quite a bit of interest in recovering the Hebraic heritage uh, of our faith, and you talked a little bit about shalom, Mm -hmm. the concept of, and you've talked about this many, many times for years since I've known you, you go back to this um, vision of a community of men who are together building or rebuilding a city on a hill? Mm-hmm. Because no single person can build a city. Um, it takes a community of men. Each, granted, each um, on their own journey, right? Right. But coming together in peace, by peace, in the name of peace—that this shalom, uh, which really means peace, right, mm-hmm. and wholeness, it means integrity. Community, um, well-being. Community. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, I know your heart has just, this is a really soft spot in your heart. And and this has been challenged. The reality challenges this vision. Fragmentation, isolation, individualism, as you said. Mm-hmm. The, the reality of today's America and the Western world, which is so individualistic, um, challenges this concept. So how do you stay encouraged and continue to believe that, you know, that the, there is such community waiting to be gathered and
1: brought together and how Hill City is as part of that fulfillment? That's a great question, George. And I would say that the thing that most encourages me to stay focused on this is what I, how I describe the Word of God. You know, it's living. It's active. That it's a door that I walk through and I find uh, a reality in the world of the Spirit that compulses me to pursue truth, and that it's, it gives me light to see and hear the voice of God, and that that there is something greater that we're being called to. And it's almost like I picture that a Christian is invited across the drawbridge of a castle, and he's been invited into the castle, and all too often they stay in the entryway, but they never go around and explore the rest of the, the, the cool stuff, the, the coats of armor and the legends on the wall. And then when you go into the deepest part, there's a round table with the Father, the Son, and the Spirit waiting, inviting for us to fellowship and to form community and to learn their ways so that we can
0: extend the kingdom. How do you see this um, message resonating with
1: other men? I believe that every man's heart that is stirred by God is seeking to be part of something larger than themselves. They just have an intuitive sense about this, this destiny, but it's so darkened I think, you know, there's a lot of reasons, the fall of man, the lack of pursuing God in the word, the fragmentation of culture, uh, individualism. Um, we, we have so much against us, but God can do great things. And so I kind of picture the process as, as part of Jim Collins' book, Good to Great, where he says, you know, it's about getting the right players on, a, on the bus, you know, getting them in the right seats, and then driving it in the right direction. And so in many ways, God has placed his people on the bus, but a lot of them don't know what seat they're in. And the right driver is not any human being, but it's God has given his son, Jesus Christ, to, to lead the team, to fo- help form the team and to lead the team. And so Hill Cities, to be able to reach that goal of building a city on a hill, we have to be able to get each guy in a group on the bus, in a way where they understand their seat, and then to fit into the larger community, so that Jesus Christ can lead the community in in the direction that He wants it to go. How do you see this
0: in Scripture? Let's just um, let's just kind of open up the uh, um, a little different page here and look into the work of God. And uh, uh, where do you see this coming together of men? Um, and pursuing who pursue this? We're pursuing this
1: this type of vision. Yeah. So, um, thank you, George, for asking that question. And so, in Ephesians four, um, Paul talks about how do people grow up and become mature spiritually, and how do they basically understand their role and um, and really be like sons that have learned from their father. And now they participate in the Father's business, okay? And so I do think that vocation, the understanding, the true word means to be called. That God has called people from darkness to light, but he's also called them and equipped them with certain skills to be able to offer value to the rest of the community, both internally and externally. And I see in your notes you have some scriptures, actually, you want to yeah. know. Yeah, you know? and so so in Ephesians, it the context is maturity. And so chapter 4, vi- verse 15 says, in light of the idea that there's a lot of forces that hinder people from maturing in their faith, he says, as a contrast, but he says, speaking the truth in love, So we are to create the environment where we speak the truth to each other in love. That's why we do these weekly group meetings so that men can begin to believe the truth about who they are and where God wants them to go. Then the rest of that verse says speaking the truth in love you're to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head even Christ. So that's Ephesians 4.15. The goal is to be mature and I think a lot of times our churches are being led by theologians as opposed to leaders and people are getting let's call it doctrine but no clarity about vision or where they're supposed to go and so so we I think that part of my task with Hill Cities is to help the business person understand that they've been given gifts of leadership and that means they have to lead but they have to be equipped to lead so so that's part of the, the next verse Ephesians 4 16 so the first part says speaking the truth in love so we create these groups where they truth each other in love verse 16 says from whom so it's referring to Christ who we are to grow up and to become like from Christ the whole body and here's where it fits with Shalom and larger community is being fitted and held together it's a process of being fit and then put into a larger hole, and he holds it together. And then he says, buy whatever joint supplies. According to the proper working of each individual part causes the growth of the body, the maturing of the body, for the building up of itself in love. And so Christ is dependent on each part of the body, each one of us being fit and then using our shaping process to help others fit in to the larger whole as well. And then that is actually augmented by 1 Peter 2.5 that says that the foundation is the apostles and prophets, and Jesus is the cornerstone, and all these stones are like living stones that are being fit. On top of that foundation, many ways like the temple being fit, and the presence of God comes into that group that is being fit by Christ. And so the vision is is to see the presence of God in the marketplace shining light into the community. It's,
0: this is a powerful uh, vision, indeed, and I'm glad I can be part of this, um, helping you and also encouraging all the men to... Uh, plug into the community that they've chosen to be part of. Um, you want to... You have some other things also that being planned in the future, but um, this podcast also is another way to just introduce people to Hill City. So if you have friends... Uh, or someone who who might be interested, just uh, feel free to just share this with them. Our website, hillcities.org, as well. Sign up for the newsletter and stay updated uh,
1: because more things are uh, planned in the future. Right, and uh, just as a closing encouragement is that you have a destiny and that God is fitting you. He's put a heart in you to seek him. And I'd like to close, George, with a challenge, is that in the book of Haggai, it said the people are saying it's not time to rebuild the house of the Lord. And so the prophet Haggai went to Zerubbabel the governor, Joshua the high priest, and then he went and said to them, the people are saying it's not time to rebuild the house of the Lord. And he said, you've been running to your paneled houses, but you're not building my house. And the Lord is saying, it's time to rebuild the house of the Lord. And He said, then the Spirit of God started to stir the heart of Zerubbabel. Then the heart of Joshua, the high priest, and then the people, and they started to build. And then the prophet turned around and said, you know, you wonder why you've been putting your money into pockets that got holes in it? He says because you focused on your, you know, on your paneled houses as opposed to my house. And in, in our world, it's God's building His. His people, his body being fit together. And so the encouragement is you're part of something, and I'm asking you the question, how is God stirring your heart? I'd like to hear from you. I'd love to hear a response, and thank you for listening.
0: Thank you, everyone, and uh, stay tuned uh, through our website and our email newsletter for more podcasts coming in the future, as well as more uh, live teachings on the website by Jeff. Thanks for listening. And I'm 就是